Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. It's a Fights and Football Friday. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Doing something a little bit different with Fights and Football Friday this week. Uh, we are going with uh, the two-parter for this one. So part one is going to be all NFL. Part two is going to be all fight stuff. You know all the rest. Social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein. Twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary, at Yahoo.com. Let's look at the week ahead in the NFL and talking football. All right, let's look at the National um, National Football League slate here. We'll run through all the games. Um, not all of them are going to be as detailed as we normally do, just because not every game matters as much. Um, so you'll figure those ones out as we go along. But we start in the AFC North with the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Steelers are favored by three points in this game with the total at 35 and a half. Um, Pittsburgh clinches a playoff spot with a win and a Buffalo loss or a win and a Jacksonville loss or a win and a tie between Houston and Indianapolis. On the Baltimore side, they've clinched the one seed in the AFC. And that has led a lot of people to thinking, well, look, Pittsburgh has everything to play for. Baltimore is going to be resting people. Who cares, right? Well, remember last season, Green Bay had everything to play for going up against Detroit, who admittedly had some stuff to play for. Um, but Detroit goes on and beats the Packers on Sunday Night Football, eliminating the Packers from playoff contention. I know there are going to be some starters sitting for the Baltimore Ravens, but this is a Ravens team that A, is incredibly deep, B, um, doesn't let off the gas pedal just because starters are sitting. And we, we've seen before Huntley can come in for a game or two and be a very effective player at the quarterback position. I think that happens here. Um, and, and this is a Pittsburgh offense that's looked better the last couple weeks under Mason Rudolph. But overall, this offense has still really, really struggled. And the Ravens have been tops in weighted DVOA. So I, I just, I look at this as a game that I think the Ravens still take. So my play on this one, and it's a pick that I've clicked, um, is Baltimore on the money line plus 148 Houston taking on the Indianapolis Colts uh the Texans favored by a point and the over under is at 47 and a half uh the Houston Texans can clinch a playoffs or can clinch the AFC South sorry with a win or a Jacksonville loss um they also sorry I think that's and win and um, they also just clinch a playoff spot with a win. Indianapolis, they clinch the AFC South with a win or Jacksonville loss as well and clinch a playoff spot just with a win. Um, real interesting matchup as, as these two teams have, have been um, kind of close all season long and both teams I think are much further along than people had anticipated. I think the big difference in this game is going to be on the defensive side of the football. Uh, you have a Houston Texans team that... Um, I mean, overall defensively is not amazing 16th in defensive EPA per play, but seventh in defensive success rate going up against an Indianapolis defense that has struggled defensively all season long. They're 19th in defensive EPA per play. You look at weighted DVOA, which factors in how they're playing recently. Um, and the Houston Texans are 12th while the Indianapolis Colts are 22nd. I just think at the end of this day, uh, at the end of the day, this defense isn't going to be good enough to get the stops that they need to get off of the field and allow Gardner Minshew and their offense to try to go out of Houston Texans defense. That's playing a little bit better under D'Amico Ryan's this season. So I think the Texans take this one. This is another pick I clicked. It's Houston minus a point on Saturday night. We go to the Sunday schedule. Um, the Cleveland Browns have clinched a playoff spot and the Cincinnati Bengals have been eliminated from one. So I am saying um, 
Like, Cincinnati is favored in this game by seven. The total is at 37 and a half. I think Cincy probably wins this. They're going to be playing their starters. I think Cleveland is going to be resting a lot of people in this game as they get ready for um, the, the postseason. So I think Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati does pick up a win in this game. And we'll say Cincinnati minus seven, but this isn't going to be a, a game that I play. Tampa Bay taking on the Carolina Panthers. The Buccaneers favored by four and a half points with a total of 37 and a half. It's simple for Tampa Bay. They get in with a win. Um, they, they clinch the NFC South of the victory. Carolina has been eliminated for a while. This Panthers team, every stat you can look at, they are in the bottom seven in the league, most of them in the bottom three. It has been a putrid year out in Carolina, and Tampa Bay now has an opportunity to take advantage of that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, 12th in EPA per play, they're 16th in weighted DVOA. The defense has been a little shaky at 21st in defensive EPA per play, but th this has been a really strong year for, for Tampa Bay. I think they're going to be able to go out. I don't think there's going to be a, a banana peel slipped on in this game. I think they get the job done. Tampa Bay, minus four and a half. That is a, a game that we're clicking on. Uh, the New York Jets taking on the New England Patriots. New England favored by a point and a half. Both these teams have been eliminated from playoff contention. For New England, um, th there's a lot of talk like Bill Belichick. This may be his last game with the Patriots. He's not going to lose his last game with the Patriots against the Jets. He hates the Jets. Um... I just feel like the Jets are a slightly better football team than the Patriots are, and now that hasn't mattered at times uh, throughout the, this run, but I, I think that Robert Sala is the type of guy who's going to have his team up for the, this final game of the year, and I, I think the Jets at least cover plus one and a half, but again... Uh, nowhere near this game from a, a gambling standpoint. Minnesota taking on Detroit. The Lions are favored by three and a half points and the totals at 46. Uh, the Lions have said they're going to be running out their starters despite the fact they have clinched everything that they can. Minnesota clinches a playoff spot with a win and a ton of help. They need a win and a Green Bay loss, a Seattle loss, and either a Tampa Bay loss or a New Orleans loss. Um, either of those get them into the, the postseason. Um, either of those combined with the other things we mentioned. So it's it's win plus at least three teams losing to get Minnesota into the playoffs. Um, it, it sounds like they're going back with Nick Mullins for this game. Detroit has played quite a bit better than the last little bit, and I expect them to continue to play better in this game. I, I think Detroit covers this. We'll, we'll go Detroit minus three and a half. Notebook sound. Uh, Jacksonville taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Jags favored by three and a half points with an over-under of 41 and a half. Um, Jacksonville, it's very simple. They clinched the AFC South with a win, while the Tennessee Titans have already been eliminated from the postseason. A lot of people getting very excited about Mike Vrabel um, getting his team fired up this week and getting them to, like, they're going to really try really hard to upset Jacksonville. And Jacksonville has been trending downward for a while now, and we're not sure, even if Trevor Lawrence plays at the quarterback position, what Trevor Lawrence is going to look like at the quarterback position. But I do think everyone just needs to deep breath, deep breaths on this. Jacksonville is a better football team than Tennessee is. And if this was week 15, I think a lot of people would be taking Jacksonville minus three and a half. So I think there is a little bit of just, I think there's people hoping that they, they get either Indy or, or tennis or the Houston Texans into the playoffs. And I think they're, they're kind of guiding their, their handicap that way. Um, the, the Jags, it's the defense that has been strong this year. They are 13th in defensive EPA per play. Uh, they're eighth in defensive dropback per EP, or EPA per play or EPA per dropback. Sorry. On the defensive side of the ball. Third, when it comes to success rate against the run, I just think they shut down what the, the Tennessee Titans try to do. And Tennessee is 30th 
in uh, defensive EPA per dropback and 30th in defensive uh, success rate on dropbacks. That they, it's just not a good defense. So I'm. I, I am leaning towards Jacksonville minus three and a half, but I think the obvious play in this game is actually the under at 41 and a half. Uh, but I think Jackson, if we're doing a, a pick em contest, I think Jacksonville does win this game. The NFC South could be on the line in this game as the Atlanta Falcons take on the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans is a three-point favorite in this with a total at 42 and a half. Um, both these teams clinch with a win and a Tampa Bay loss. On the Atlanta side of things, this has been a very frustrating year. They're 26th in EPA per play. Defensively, it's been fine. They're seventh in defensive EPA per play, uh, fourth in defensive success rate. But weighted DVOA puts them at 26th in the NFL. On the New Orleans side, the offense has been mid. Basically, any stat you click on, they're 15th or 16th in in the National Football League. But defensively, 5th in defensive EPA per play, 5th uh, in defensive success rate, and they are 19th overall in weighted defensive, um, or in, sorry, in weighted DVOA. I think they are just simply a better football team. I think this defense absolutely smothers anything that Atlanta would try to do in this game. I would imagine the losing coach of this game gets fired, uh, and both coaches could, quite frankly, but I, I just think that New Orleans' defense shut down, shuts down what Arthur Smith is going to try to do on the offensive side of things, and I think Derek Carr and this New Orleans offense will be able to get enough to cover three against Atlanta. Uh, Dallas taking on Washington. The Cowboys favored by 13. The total sits at 46 and a half. Dallas clinches the NFC South with a win while Washington has already been eliminated. Um, Dallas, because they're in the driver's seat, they're going to be starting their guys and it is going to be, I think, pedal to the metal and all of that. While Washington, it feels like they've kind of quit. Sam Howell is back in at quarterback as Jacoby Brissett went down with an injury. I just feel like this Dallas team is going to absolutely annihilate Washington and send Ron Rivera packing out with the, the commanders. Dallas picks up a big win at minus 13. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the LA Chargers. Chargers favored by three and a half with a total of 35. LA is going to be playing their guys. The Kansas City Chiefs won't as they've clinched basically everything they can while the, the Chargers are giving it one last go. But it's this season and it's the Chargers. I'm not trusting them with anything in this spot. Give me Kansas City plus the points at three and a half. Denver taking on Vegas. Both teams eliminated. Vegas favored by two and a half points. The total is at 37 and a half. Just look at the how opposite both these teams are right now. Vegas, everyone's fighting for their coach. They want Antonio Pierce to get this job. Denver, it's chaos. It's Sean Payton making a mockery of Russell Wilson in the final couple of games here in the, the NFL regular season. I just think it's... You don't make a ton of money going off of vibes, but I'm going on vibes here, and I'm going with the Raiders, minus two and a half. The LA Rams taking on San Francisco. The 49ers favored by four points in this matchup uh, with the total at 40 and a half. You have a, uh, a team out here with the uh, Rams who have... Like, they're not going up, they're not going down. Uh, same with the 49ers. They have wrapped up the one seed. So San Francisco is probably going to be playing a few of their guys in this spot. Um, so... Both teams are probably going to be resting a lot of guys, though, still. I'm, I'm saying San Francisco still gets the job done in this spot. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Giants. Eagles favored by four with a total of 42 and a half. Uh, the Giants have been eliminated long ago. The Eagles clinched the AFC, or sorry, the NFC East with a win and a Dallas loss. We talked before about how unlikely a Dallas loss is. Um, 
I, I think a lot of people are anticipating Philadelphia is going to rest a bunch of their guys, and they probably will for a bit. But I, I do think that their starters are going to get some run in this game. And they're, they're going to try to figure out what's been ailing them the last little bit. So I think Philadelphia gets a win in this spot. I think the Eagles cover minus four and a half. Big one out at Lambeau. Chicago taking on the Green Bay Packers. Packers favored by two and a half with a 45 and a half point total. Green Bay clinches a playoff spot with a win. Chicago has been eliminated. The Bears have been playing a lot better as of late. Um, I think some people are over inflating how much better with um, Chicago. Their EPA per play overall is 21st in the NFL. If you just shorten the window for the last five weeks, it's still 18th which is better, but not great. And I, I think that this is a Chicago team that um, has relied a lot on their defense for a lot of the success of the last little bit. Justin Fields has been playing a lot better, but I, I think people are maybe over-inflating this a little bit just to make a bit more drama out of what can happen with the, this quarterback battle. But still, like the offense is moving the ball well, and that's a concern against Green Bay, who is 24th in defensive EPA per play, 28th in defensive success rate. You look at weighted DVOA, which factors in how they've been playing recently, more weights it more than, than some of the other uh, games that happened earlier in the year. Chicago 7th and Green Bay is 20th. I think a lot of points could be scored from Chicago and I think Green Bay may have some trouble against the Chicago defense. I'm going with the Bears with the upset. Uh, we're going with Chicago plus 2.5 and, and we'll put a little bit of a sprinkle on plus 135. The Seattle Seahawks taking on Arizona. Seattle just 2.5 point favorites against Arizona with a 47.5 point total. Seattle clinches a playoff spot with a win and a Green Bay loss. Arizona has already been eliminated. I have said on this show a number of times, Seattle concerns me with how they have played for the, the back part of this season, um, and Arizona has been coming on as of late. That doesn't mean they're equals. Uh, I think Seattle still gets the job done in this spot, and, and Seattle gets the win and the cover, minus two and a half. And that takes us to the game of the night. Sunday night, it is Miami taking on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the winner clinches the AFC East with a win. Depending on how things go throughout the day, there's a chance Buffalo misses the playoffs with a loss. Um, so a lot on the line in this game. And these are two of the best teams in the NFL. Miami, fourth in EPA per play and success rate. Buffalo, third in EPA per play, second in success rate. Um, on the defensive side of things, Miami, 15th in defensive EPA per play, Buffalo 10th. I think that's where the difference in this game is. And Miami losing Chubb um, as a, a pass rusher in that last game. I have no idea why he was playing, but he was, and he gets hurt. I think that is going to be a big difference in this spot. I think Buffalo... I think their defense is going to be able to slow down Miami enough that their offense can put up some points here. I think Buffalo's offense is a little bit better, and I think their defense is a little bit better. So give me the Bills, minus two and a half, which would hurt greatly as it, feel like, it felt like we had that AFC East play with, with Miami all but locked up for our preseason uh, plays. But nonetheless... Um, a good a good run here for Miami, but I think they do end up losing the division to the Buffalo Bills in this spot. So, what games did we click on? Let's go to a very big today's ticket. All 
All right, um, it is a busy ticket. I think I counted and there's 14 games on here, but it's the weekend and that's what happens, right? Starting with Friday night, it is the New York Knicks taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they have a bit of a spark with OG Ananobi and I think they're going to be a, a real interesting team here. And I, I think they're going to give the 76ers a, a bit of a, a bit of trouble. So we're going with the uh, half unit on the uh, New York Knicks at plus 200. Um, but our, our main play is the Knicks to cover plus six. Uh, Oklahoma City taking on Brooklyn. Brooklyn's a, a fine team, but I, I just... This is a spot where Oklahoma City's better. So OKC, I think, covers four and a half. Miami taking on Phoenix. The, the Suns are still getting some stuff figured out. Um, getting uh, getting healthier, but still not all on the same page. Miami is constantly on the same page. That This strikes me as a team that would give Phoenix a lot of problems. So let's go Miami plus four and a half. Uh, and then in the NHL, it is Winnipeg taking on the Anaheim Ducks. Look, the Ducks are bad. Um, they had a real rough time against Toronto last night and Winnipeg is scoring a, or has the ability anyway to score a ton. I think Winnipeg takes this one minus a goal and a half. Uh, and then the last one here on the Friday slate is Memphis plus four and a half against the Lakers. There's infighting in LA Memphis so hot right now. So let's go with the Grizz plus four and a half on to Saturday. We already talked about it. Baltimore Ravens plus plus one fifty against, uh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers Rangers minus a goal and a half against Montreal, the Habs. It's been a fun story, but I do think they're kind of falling back here a little bit while the Rangers have the opportunity to step or have the ability to step up in this spot. I think the Rangers cover minus one and a half. Um, we have Dallas taking on Nashville just saw the Preds as they took on the Calgary flames. By the way, I was on game over Calgary talking about that. Um, Dallas has a bit of offensive firepower. This one is probably going to be a low-scoring game, but I do think Dallas does cover minus one and a half. Then on the Sunday slate, uh, we're going Houston Texans minus one against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Tampa Bay minus four and a half against Carolina. Philadelphia minus four and a half against the Giants. The Chicago Bears money line against Green Bay plus 135. And Buffalo minus two and a half against Miami with some NHL in there as well. I think this one actually might be a Saturday night game. Um, and I just got my things mixed up. Uh, Edmonton minus a goal and a half against the Ottawa Senators. So that is today's ticket. And that's part one of today's show. It's a fights in football Friday. This was the port of the, the football portion. We will talk about the fights coming up in a little bit. Some breaking fight news that we will break down on that one. Plus it's awards time. So we have the best and the worst of uh, professional wrestling and then the best from MMA and boxing for 2022. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube to like this video and subscribe to the channel. If you are listening in podcast form, make sure that you uh, subscribe and leave a review. This is part one, part two coming up in a sec. Bye.